Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out Basically Biblical. My name is Jesse Lucas, and we are talking about Christianity and politics today. Are they like oil and water, or do they mix a little bit better than that? So stay tuned. talking Christianity and politics today. I have with me uh, another one of our co-hosts, and this is pretty early on, so most people don't know anybody that is on here. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it to uh, Dre real quick. Uh, my dog just opened my door, so I'm going to throw it to Dre and let him give a really quick intro, what he is uh, passionate about, what he's into, his ministry focuses and things like that. And um, I'm going to shut my door. So, Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, I, I don't know. I've just been through a lot of changes in my life, and it just seems like God is always attracting me to people. You know, at one time it seemed like a weakness, but God will do the miraculous, and He will make a weakness into a strength. And so I just, I'm really inspired and and motivated to become more stronger in my faith to help more and more people. And I'm just very happy and blessed to be here. That sounds good. Um, so, uh, real quick intro, I guess, um, I, so this has kind of been a, a, uh, project of mine I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, and we'll probably break these topics up quite a bit is politics. And my, <laughs> my first interaction with Dre, um, we actually were going to a, a men's group at our church and, uh, I don't remember what the topic was. It was right in the middle of, or right after a lot of the, the the 2020 riots and the Black Lives Matter stuff and and things like that. And I had been pretty vocal um, about my opinion on a lot of this stuff. And with that, too, um, and we'll kind of get into this as, as a Christian, what should our our stance on politics and our involvement in politics and things like that be? Um, and I would say I've kind of got almost too far focused on like the political side, not necessarily so much on the Christian side. Um, but uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but somehow a lot of the the BLM stuff came up. And I remember, uh, Dre, I, I, I don't think I even said a word to you before this, um, but uh, a lot <laughs> of the BLM stuff kind of popped up um, and you just kind of went off. You're like, yeah, Black Lives do matter. And we should talk about the thing that's taken more Black Lives than anything, abortion. <laughs> and I'm like, "Amen." I think we're going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. Such a sensitive topic, you know, and that's the problem is that if we can't communicate within each other without being offended, how will we ever go further? Oh, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I believe, are more traditional than progressive, you know, and so they have an understanding of, you know, innocent lives matter and all these different things. And we just got to communicate and that will take us further. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump in. I've got some uh, scriptures pulled here. I want to try to keep uh, our videos between like 30, maybe 45 minutes. Um, just because like the, the focus here is we're going to be for new believers. Um, so I don't want to dump too much on them. And then they can always just watch multiple if they want to. Um, so kind of looking at a, a biblical um, take on how we should handle uh, our politics as a Christian. Um, 
So one of the first ones I want to look at, and I can pull it up here, is Peter 2, 13 through 17. Yep, it's First Peter. Um, this is about honoring authority. It says, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise for, of those who do right, for such is the will of God. By doing right, you may silence the ignorance of foolish men, act as free men, and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Um, so this is kind of flies in the face of a lot of what we see in Christians today. Um, you know, I saw a lot of after... Oh, after Trump got elected, a lot of people on the left were um, the whole not my president thing. And I got I got annoyed by that, but I got more annoyed after Biden got elected. I saw a lot of people that I knew that were Christians that were saying the same thing, the not my president. And I'm like, exactly. no, like if as, as a Christian, we, we have to know um, and it says uh, several places throughout the Bible. Um but, uh, you know, God, or actually here, this is the next one I have in Romans 13. It talks about um, all authority is set up by God. And so you you kind of, you're supposed to respect the position. Um, even if the, the person in authority maybe is not the best. Uh, you know, we see that with, with uh, Jesus. He submitted to Roman authority. He submitted to um, kings there, um, regardless of what their stance was and they were they were not living right by any means we even saw exactly uh, john the baptist go yeah ahead. i mean go ahead, Dre. he he really raises up leaders and takes down leaders i mean just like the big change with the obama era you know he was put in office twice and as we talked about uh as i was thinking about biden you know said they had more votes for him than obama when obama was the most popular you know, so there's just a lot more to it, but everything happens for a reason. And he raises up leaders and he takes down leaders. And, you know, we all have a lot to learn from, but as a country, we still have to stand together and we need to pray. You know, if we disagree, we need to pray for them, you know. Oh, yeah. We have to have mercy and forgiveness, you know, instead of being hateful and uh, stuff like that. Definitely. And that's where uh, a lot of Christians, um, I feel like we do. Um, a pretty good job in our church um, as far as making sure that we are taking our leaders to God in prayer. Um, even though, I mean, there's, there's tons of things we disagree with, um, which not a lot of people probably have this in their church, but um, to kind of give some context. So we have a Wednesday night prayer service at our church. It is, I mean, literally just an hour long service of prayer and, and that's it. Um, they'll have music playing. Um, but a lot of what they do is there, there's some time for individual prayer, but they will have different stations set up too. And one of the stations they have set up is for government. And so it's got listed on there, like, um, for a federal government, um, and it's got like president, the Congress and Senate. And then for like state level government, it's got people listed. And then for local government, it's got people listed. 
Um, but just having that out there and, and our pastor's good too, about like about halfway through, he'll, he'll make sure, you know, announce like, you know, okay, we're kind of done with the, the individual prayer side of this. Um, so we're going to transition, you know, and start moving around to these stations. Um, and so we do good. And I know he's, he's talked to, um, both from the pulpit and even, uh, just personal conversation about, uh, really having a, a good view of this um of what we are supposed to do as christians and submitting to that authority so long as it does not uh conflict with with god's law um so i will uh dre do you have anything else to add i'm gonna pull up this next verse and if i think i'm good if you don't have anything well i mean like you said you know how powerful it is to actually have different ideas ready to go because sometimes we get so caught up in our own life that we forget about everything else. But, you know, that simple prayer goes so much further. And there's times where he would pray at the end of service about our president and about the, you know, different places of power, you know, because that makes every difference in our day-to-day -day life. But I think having that focus and having that refocus is so important. Definitely. Um, okay, so I've got three more here they're all in acts um i may just kind of summarize them real quick i'll say the verses i'll summarize and then anybody that's watching you can um go don't don't just take what we're saying for it go look up the verses yourself find some good commentary things like that and read the verses in full in context but Amen. um real quick acts 22 verses 24 through 27 um, this is Paul taking advantage of the benefits that he has as a Roman citizen. Um, so he was actually, if, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah, he was about to be, uh, flogged, um, or about to be whipped. And he, he basically says, uh, so is it lawful for you to do this to a Roman citizen? And the guy's like, oh, wait, you're a Roman citizen. <laughs> and, uh, so that ends up getting him pulled out of that situation. Um, a little further after that, Acts 23, verses 6 through 10. Um, so Paul is standing in front of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And uh, they're kind of both really angry with him um, because of what he's preaching, what he's teaching. And he uses, so this is a little different because it's the religious systems, but at the time, the religious and the political is very, very intertwined. And so he uses his knowledge of the different groups. Um, and he actually, uh, I'm going to paraphrase, he, he basically says that he is on trial because he is proclaiming that there is life after death, um, which the Pharisees believed, but the Sadducees did not. And so what ended up happening, because he had knowledge of these two groups, um, he stated what he was saying, but he stated it in a way to where half of the people that were there that originally wanted to kill him are now um at his defense against the the sadducees um and then uh acts 25 verses 10 through 12 um and this kind of goes to using uh, again as a, the the acts 22 verse i brought up using the benefits we have as as citizens um you know for us as american citizens the benefits that we have to further the gospel to um preach the gospel to try to reach people 
um, you know, Paul here, uh, he's been told that he's going to go to Rome. He's going to talk to Caesar. Um, so he's in on this, uh, this deal. They have him in prison and he, he, it's, it's called, he, he takes, makes an appeal to Caesar. Um, and basically because he was a Roman citizen, he has a right to have his case brought before Caesar himself. Um, and so he, he made this appeal and that meant that he was going on Rome's dime to go see Caesar, talk to him. Um, now, eventually this did uh, lead to Paul's death. I believe he was beheaded. Um, I believe it was about the same time that Peter was. I might be wrong on that. But he used the benefits that he knew he had as a Roman citizen to further the gospel. Um, so what are some ways that we can do that ourselves uh, today as Christians? You know, in America, one way that we could possibly do that, uh, we do still have a right to free speech. Um, you know, we have Man. we have venues like this is going to be on uh, on YouTube. I'm going to put it on Rumble. Um, I'm going to put it on some uh, podcast places as well for just the audio. So, um, you know, we're going to try to get out there in as many different venues Platforms. yeah, as we can to, to reach people. Um, so that's, you know, something that we're doing. Um, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll throw it over to you, Drea. I'll, I'm monopolizing the conversation a little bit. Uh, I'll let you. <laughs> I think you're doing great. I think you're doing great. You're very ex explaining it very well. Uh, and I'm learning a lot. You know, there's when it comes to the Bible, there's just so much to it. And that's why we need to fellowship to learn from one another. But like you said, we need to use our own personal situation, just like Paul did. You know, our own individual background can speak to so many different people. And that's why having different races or backgrounds in politics is so important, you know, because there is a lot of people that do understand one another. You know, like myself, I'm mixed. Uh, you know, dad's black, mom's white, and that's kind of a, a broad way of saying it, but um, a lot of people look at me and they already see me and they label me as one thing, but I'm really <laughs> something different, you know, and that's what God can do. You know, he, he brings you out of this situation and takes you further. And like you said, I really like how Paul used his personal situation against, <laughs> you know, protecting him. And that's what it says in my study Bible. And that's something else that's so important is, you, you need a Bible and you need a Bible that you can understand and you can go a step further, you know, um, but I think that's about yeah, it. Yeah, that, uh, that's actually a good, so the, the video that will, that will be released before this one is, uh, about how to study the Bible. And that's one of the topics we hit on and that is get, get a good translation, but a good translation that you can actually mm -hmm. understand. Um, you know, I know uh, there's a, a lady my wife's uh, pretty good friends with, and she just had it in her head. She had to get through the King James Version. Um, it just She just felt like she needed to. And like that, my wife Tiffany told her, and I and she ended up asking me, and I told her the same thing. Uh, it's, it's far more important for you to just have a version that you understand. Um, you know, I've been born and raised in church, and I have difficulty <laughs> sticking with the King James yeah. sometimes. Um, I definitely make that a staple in my reading, make that a staple in my reading. But I sometimes have both Bibles out, my King James Version, New International Version, or there's other ones, you know, because I'll read it and then I'm, I'll probably double check in this other one because, you know, I have seen a few things that were a little bit of a difference, you know, so it's good yeah. to have 
different translations, but. Oh, definitely. And that's where, that's another thing we talk about too, is kind of going back and forth and seeing the differences. Uh, most of the time they don't amount to a whole lot. Um, and there, there's, there's several no. good translations you can get. Um, but, uh, so going a step further here, the next, uh, I've got one more verse I'm going to bring up. Um, we can kind of talk about if you have any thoughts you want to throw out there. Um, and then I have a couple videos, uh, they, they're pretty short. Um, I want to throw out okay. there and we can kind of see some extremes of, uh, mixing your politics with Christianity in, in a not so good way. And then I've got a, a good example of how to discuss it. So um, John 18, 36, and this is when Jesus was brought before Pilate. Um, so he was, uh, without going into the whole story, um, Pilate uh, was kind of questioning Jesus in front of all these people, asked him if he was king of the Jews. And Jesus said, uh, "This you have said this. Um, but uh, Jesus ends up saying, let me find it here, 1836. I'm going to go back and read 35. Um, so Pilate answered, um, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest delivered you to me. What have you done? And then Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. So even Jesus here is saying, and this is, uh, I actually, um, I was kind of talking about this with my dad last night, just about the idea of, um, uh, you know, another uh, thing we have as, as uh, Americans is the right to bear arms. Um, and the idea of standing up to a, a uh, tyrannical government, you know, where where do we uh, draw a line as Christians or, or, you know, defending ourselves and things like that. And that's where I think some of it can be um, the right word. Uh, some of it can be difficult situations to like kind of parse out. Um, you know, it kind of depends on specifics. I think, uh, you know, you have the right to defend yourself and, and as, as Americans, we do have the right to, uh, to have weapons, uh, for self-defense. Um, but Jesus here, you know, he, he was the son of God and he ended up, he, he said this, a lot of it was because he knew the plan that had to happen. Um, the ultimate plan for, for us to have salvation, but, Amen. uh, you know, just him saying here, if, if his kingdom was of this world, then his followers would have taken up the sword and they would have, they would have not let him be handed over. Um, so this kind of makes me think too of, uh, I just saw it recently and I, I might butcher the name. I think it's called, uh, theonomy. Um, but it's basically an idea that, that, uh, Christians, should actively be trying to insert themselves into politics, um, which I I kind of agree with. I think if that's what you're calling, then yes, you should. But they and there's there's different flavors of this, so they're not all the same. But some of them are. I mean, even as, as extreme as like saying that we should enforce um, 
like some Levitical law as Christians. We should get into places like that, put these laws into place, and we should actually enforce them. I lost my camera. Actually enforce them on people. Um, well, that, you know, as Christians, I think we can get in and, you know, things like let's look at uh, same-sex marriage. That's one that I think the Bible's pretty clear on. Um, so we could say, no, we... Um, we don't we don't agree with that if we're in a position where maybe we can um change it to where that's not legal but we also don't prosecute people that are living that lives as as a, a criminal offense um I mean, it's just just one example of that what uh what's your take as far as that goes dre i don't know i had a couple ideas uh kind of shooting for the end um you know with certain laws like the death penalty you know i don't think that's something that should be you know because god forgives us for pretty much everything we've done as we have to change our life to get closer to him um you know so that it just depends that's state to state but also as we was talking about the sword you know as they were coming after Jesus and one of the disciples cut the ear off of one of the, the soldiers, yeah. you know, Jesus was not about that at all because of the ultimate sacrifice for him to fulfill the plan. Yep. But also, you know, a weapon used in the right way is uh, his word, you know. Um, and if we get too distracted in, in the government, we might be not focusing on the ministry that he wants us to do. So it, as we talked about, is a slippery slope to kind of go both ways. You know, you got some people, you know, voting and doing things and trying to make changes in the law. And you got some people more focused on the gospel so people can get saved and they can make their own decision with changing laws, you know. So either way, it's kind of a win-win situation because if we preach the gospel and people's lives are being changed and their heart is being changed, they're going to want to be more Christ-like and they're going to vote that way. You know, they're going to vote pro-life they're going to vote for the second amendment and not just to have guns all over but to be responsible and to be you know protectors of the people in the world you know and um and i I think guns get a really bad get a really bad rap you know because they look at so many stats of people dying but it has saved more lives than people realize you know I think people are afraid of the Second Amendment because they are not well trained or they don't know enough about it. Yeah. And a lot of times we are afraid of things we don't understand. And that is with God, too. You know, they think God is going to force them to do things that they don't want to do. But really, as you get to know Jesus, you want to change. And that's how we can change the world because of that, you know. But, you know, he says, occupy until I come. And so we still have to be the hands and feet in many different places. You know, like you said, it's so powerful. You know, if it's your calling to be in politics full time, part time, you know, or just a regular citizen, it all makes a difference with our relationship with Christ. But uh, talking about the Romans and stuff like that, you know, I'm pretty sure it was Paul that was talking about the uh, the armor of God. Mm-hmm. Was it Paul? Yes. Yep. And so, like, the head is the head of salvation. Uh, the chest, the breastplate is the righteousness. You got the belt. It's of truth. And really, the belt holds everything together, which is the word of God, and that's the truth of God. You got the feet. 
which is the peace, boots of peace, and spreading the gospel. And then you have the sword, again, which is the weapon that's sharper than any two-edged sword. And that's the word of God that we take into our hearts and the word of God that we tell other people, you know. So we still have a weapon, whether it's, you know, physical or not, but it's the word of God. Amen. Know? But that was kind of a, a couple. No, you're things, good. But... You're good. 